welcome to the Barto Jackie Breakdown Podcast. I am your host, Cole, and as always, I'm here with my co-host, my dad slash Jason. Say what's up. Hey, how's everybody doing? And of course, co-host Wes. Roll Tide. Man, big game. Yeah, round two. Excited? Oh, I'm thrilled. I'm, <laughs> I'm loving it. Make sure you're going to watch this one. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. It's Looking forward to it. It's going to be a blowout. <laughs> I hope. I mean, I hope so. Oh, poor on, Cincinnati. On which end? What's that? Like, who do you think is going to win? Who do you want to win? Win what? The best team. The the Georgia-Alabama game. Don't even ask me that silly question. <laughs> no, I'm going with Bama. Going for West. Yeah, it's Georgia. He's also, like, anti-Georgia. Yeah. So. I just, I don't <laughs> aren't we all anti-Georgia? What's that? I said, aren't we all anti-Georgia? Yeah, I'm anti-anyone who's not Alabama. <laughs> I guess you could say. All right, I got to get into something. Fantasy. Oh, goodness, right off the rip. Yeah, Let's hear it. Fantasy football is rigged. A drug. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Can we just agree to an extent it's Let's hear just it. luck? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Without a doubt. Okay. No, it, like in the draft, you got to pick. No, like, I'm not talking about draft. I'm talking about season. Yeah, no, without a doubt, because what I always tell people um, is, listen, you could put out what you believe are your best players and what the majority of people from just general people uh, to the experts, to the analysts of who they think is a better player, that lineup will not win you every game of the week, right? Just very qu- quick, small example. Amon Ross St. Brown, rookie receiver out of, I think, USC. Uh, don't bash me if I'm wrong. Scored like 36, 37 points. I had him. I picked him up this week. I debated starting him over Tyreek Hill. Now, let me tell you, who's the better receiver out of those two? Everyone. I'm on St. Brown. Uh, everyone in the world is going to say Tyreek Hill, naturally. But that week, it happened to be Amon Ross St. Brown in terms of fantasy. Uh, so just small example, luck, right? If, if I would have been like, ah, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with Brown because I think maybe this is the game he, he has a blow-up game. And, well, he did. So I want to say another example. I made it to the Super Bowl in one of my leagues, and the only reason I did is because I debated starting Jamar Chase over – DJ Moore, and I eventually did start Jamar Chase okay. over DJ Moore. I think that was an obvious I thought, that, I thought this conversation was going to go in a different direction because I've known guys that think that they are so great of a player, and it's like, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's once you do your draft, I mean, unless there's leagues that I'm not aware of, like I do a lot of trading, there, yeah. those exist. But, well, yeah, I think Lance is in another league. Yeah, but some of those are, like, forced. They just do it just to trade, and it feels excitement, and there's an adrenaline rush. And I know because I've done that, but a lot of times, like I said, it's, like, forced. Like, you don't want to force a trade. Like, I am very – I can speak for myself here. You know, I'm just – I'm very stubborn when it comes to trades in fantasy football because my – obviously, I'm I'm generally uh, in the world, I'm I'm a half – kind of guy when it comes to fantasy i'm half empty so i'm like what if it doesn't work out yeah you know and it's just that's the end of it (laughs) so uh for our listeners this is what happened to me in my first year back to fantasy football going into the super bowl monday night i'm down i this is i'm telling you the story like i'm looking at it i'm down (laughs) 50 something points i'm like 
All right, I scroll through his lineup. He's got nobody playing. I look who I got playing. I got Najee Harris. He's projected to get 33, something like that. I looked at it, and I went, all right, I concede. Second place my first year in the league. This is a long-established league. I feel good about this. Coming <laughs> in letting these guys know I mean business. Okay. All right, which I didn't put a lot of effort into. Just drafted a good team. So I, I wake up, don't even check it. Get a text. Congratulations, second place. What a great match. Can't believe how it came down. So I go and look. I lost two fifteen to ninety two fifteen point nine three to two fifteen point three four. That is Najee Harris horrible. scored fifty five point twenty points. Now for those listening and who are like, "What? He didn't score that much. He scored twenty something, thirty something in my league." There are different scoring systems yes. for different apps. And commissioners, when the season starts, can change that system, okay? They can go absolutely nuts, and if a quarterback throws over 200 yards, which they do very frequently, they can change it to where you would get normally, let's say, 10 points for them throwing over 200 yards, and they can modify that to where you get like 30 or 40. So for those listening, that to clear the confusion, that's that. But, yeah, that is – I think I would have much rather preferred to get blown out by 50 than – to lose like so that. <laughs> i guess my question to both of y'all i my initial thought was thank god i didn't watch monday night football and stay up all night long you're, you're to I, win the fantasy football super bowl i know a ton of people would have but i would have been <laughs> devastated oh my god listen if there's it, one thing i just went to bed conceded it's over who those who those who who never think for whatever reason and I'm sure no one like this exists but never think they've experienced anxiety you would have felt a lot of it that night okay you would have <laughs> been on the edge of your bed the edge of your couch the edge of whatever your dog whatever you're sitting on and you would have been losing it yeah cuz I would have yeah. you know um and there's going to be times throughout that game where you'd be very optimistic like yes like this is it and then it comes down to that yeah. which is unfortunate oh man <laughs> Well, anyway, fantasy football was fun. Oh, yeah. Thanks for getting me back into it, guys. Yep, yep. Very sad that the season's over with. I had Austin telling me today, and he's told me pretty much all week, man, what do we do now when the season's over? We can run a uh, baseball one. Oh, God, no. I'm not getting getting into that. But, uh, no. You got to do it every day, Cole. What does start is obviously the wait um until the next season right in fantasy football and then you you pay attention to to the draft and and to uh the trades and such and see what kind of big name players maybe uh switch locations um in terms of teams obviously and some of those new new homes for these players is going to benefit them a lot and then some maybe not so much um and then from there you you move on to the next season and you try and draft your best team again (laughs) do i get first pick um, I'm thinking so. Austin and I talked about that today, and he was like, man, Jason, he's probably going to get the first pick. So I think I have an option in the app. I found it somewhere at one point where I can turn it on to continue this to next year. So if I do that, I think it's going to take everything that's happened and take it into the next season from – like you, you, you've probably seen there's a Hall of Fame section, right? Highest scored points, et cetera. So you'll be seeing that next year. 
Um, and I think in terms of draft order, I think I think so. I would be shocked if it's not, honestly. Because okay. otherwise, I don't know why they would give you that option to All just right. carry over, you know. Uh, but no, that it's it just gonna seems be exciting. like there's always been a lottery when I did play. Yeah, but yeah, but I didn't tank. <laughs> <laughs> or did you? <laughs> I thought it would have been set up. No oh idea. man, figured you'd have had it all. Oh, for me to take it all, man. I was I was in a good position. Um, I didn't feel too confident. Uh, it, it made me feel a little confident that I beat Lance all three times during the regular season when I played him. But he got the best of me when it really mattered, unfortunately. You know, there's a lot of what a uh, shoulda, coulda, wouldas, they say, right? Um, I had DK Metcalf get 30 on the bench. I had Gronk get 20-something who was on the bench. I had um, I had Amon Ross St. Brown, who I picked up, and he's been on fire lately, but he's a rookie. He's going up against my Seahawks. I didn't know how to feel. And then I had, I, I'm deciding between him and uh, Tyreek Hill, right? So... <laughs> yeah, a lot of shoulda, coulda, wouldas, and you just there's nothing you can do. Like like we were just talking about a moment ago, and how this conversation got started. Luck, you know, there's not a whole lot you can do about it, right? I'm a terrible fantasy football player. You guys, sorry like, for the background noises. <laughs> once you get to like you and like I know Lance is, yeah, and he's probably playing in ten leagues, right? And he's keeping up with all of them, probably <laughs> just. I was only in two, thankfully, this year. No, he, the way he talks, he may be in ten. Yeah, no, yeah, I think I think that might be an underestimate for underestimate uh, for all I know, right? Because yeah. uh, he's definitely in a couple. But but you have to if you're getting into fantasy football and you're listening and or you're you're playing, all you to me, all you really have to do is is know what you're doing a little bit at the draft, because mm-hmm. even some of that comes down to where you draft in right. the year with the players available and stuff, but. uh and then make sure you have all your players in the lineup. An active lineup. You literally have to lineup. get on your phone maybe two at most three times. Or I shouldn't say just on your phone, but on the application, on right. the app that the, you're playing fantasy on, okay? And you, you really, you only got to get on it two to three times max uh, during a week. That's what I told my buddy. He couldn't keep up with it. I was like, you don't have five minutes <laughs> a week. That's all it takes. That's like all on takes. Wednesday, just take a look. Yeah, you got five. Right. Why go use the restroom? <laughs> I mean, come on, come on. I just like to give them a hard time. You ain't got five minutes. <laughs> oh man, enough of the fantasy talk. What's next, guys? What are we chit chatting about here? Well, tell us what you want me to get into. Something I got. Yeah, to. I actually did want to ask you a question because I've already got uh that my dad's input on it, but I wanna I wanna know what your input is on the AB situation. Uh yeah, I th- I think Antonio Brown has played his last uh game in the NFL. Um Ooh. I think he is he's done. I'd be shocked and more so especially too because at, at his age, right? I'm not denying that he can't be productive. He clearly was uh with his very short um uh term with the Patriots and then the the Buccaneers here recently along with Tom Brady in both of those situations. Uh he 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 was very productive, but he's he's at that age for wide receivers where production starts slowing down a little bit. They're not quite as as agile and quick as they once were, and, and that's just natural, right? That's just natural. That's what happens. Um, but then in addition, you just the the real cherry on top, if you will, is all these countless incidences and accusations and so on and so forth. And I think that was sort of the final straw. 
Um, and if it wasn't, I would be absolutely shocked. Well, that's what um, I wanted to ask y'all. Do y'all know if it's if he's off the team? Because I know right after the game, Bruce Arians said he was no longer a buck. A buck. And then it came out later that he was not officially cut from the team. Apparently. Um, so there's a lot of what ifs and such going on. I'm just going to be patient and eventually some news will come from ESPN or something. And like, as far as what's official. Um, but I can tell you, he certainly won't be playing for that org anytime soon. Uh, I mean, the the dude left, took an Uber or whatever, dipped out and he was at a basketball game the next day. He was at uh, the Nets Grizzlies game. Like what in the world? What in the world? I'm honestly (laughs) on the side of Antonio Brown here. I don't think he should have caused the big scene, but, like, excuse me, sorry. Um, he said that he wasn't 100% to play, and Bruce Aarons is like, if you are not a, if you can't play in this game, then you probably shouldn't be here right now. And they just made that whole scene. Right. Okay, this is, this is a lot deeper conversation than we'll probably need to get into because okay. it, it, it goes into a lot of mental health. Right, and that's not an excuse for his actions, no. anything like that. You gotta, there's a time and place. But I could see the man ever since AB got that hit when he came over the the middle, yeah, and got taken out. It ain't. You remember the early days of AB at Pittsburgh? Yeah, you didn't hear. Oh, nothing. it was. Those were some good. That was. It was so fun. So fun. Even yeah, those and, were good and times. Since that hit. It's just now I don't know the whole situation. I seen the man on Hard Knocks. It definitely he looked a little, yeah, you know, just where he was off a little, yeah. And and that's very possible. I'm just looking at it with my eyes, but so if you agree with him, I respect that, Cole. Um, if that is actually the case, but we don't. Well, none of us know, and we that's we why truly never will. Really, yeah pointless on it other than for an organization for a team uh for the nfl in whole it was an embarrassing look yeah without a doubt so forget mental health or whatever you you know you have professionalism to able, you have to be professional enough to go yeah i'm not doing that yeah right you're so, you're, you're you know you're playing the sport you love for a countless amount of money in front of millions of people, okay? And there's ways to respond to things and such. And regardless of what it was, I don't think I you should have gone about it in that manner. I can see Big Bruce pushing his buttons, though. Oh, without a doubt. I think he might be pushing Tom's buttons, too, sometimes. <laughs> I think Bruce Arians doesn't care, you know? And I can respect that, you know? I think that makes him who he is, you know? And he's he's a hell, hell of a coach, but... Let's get yeah. into a little Barto talk. Uh, is there... Some information on Twitter that you could share with our listeners that you've seen since we talked last? Um, not a whole lot. I, I do know, and, and again, we talked about it uh, before getting the show started today. Uh, shout out to, to a couple of the guys, I can't name any in particular, that have been receiving offers here regardless of the level of play uh, at the collegiate level. Um, I've been seeing it on Twitter here and there, and I'm, I'm trying to like them and retweet them when I can. But honestly, there's been a good amount here lately. Uh, so that's been awesome. Uh, I think Ahmad is one who's on, I think, the O and D line. Uh, I know uh, Graydon. Graydon's gotten an offer here lately. Uh, he might have even committed. I don't remember. 
Um, but I know retweeting that and mentioning that that he's going to be a force no matter where he ends up at. I think he was, we all agree, he's a little underused, unfortunately, yes, uh, this this past season. So um, going into his first sort of game or, or season, full season at the college level, he's gonna he's gonna definitely perform without a doubt. Um, as we'd have the same expectation, obviously, for all these Bartow players because they're 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 pretty great athletes, man, and overall a good team, of course. But um, and then we got uh, sort of the the biggest news, I guess you could say, uh, regarding uh, QB one, former QB one now of of Bartow, right? Uh, Lynn Johnson, uh, who had made a commitment to, I forget who he most recently did, but it was the second time committing, and he's now decommitted from them as well. I don't know what happened the first go around. I don't know if it was necessarily something sort of behind the scenes. I'd reckon so. Um, if we, if we know that information, um, we may potentially share it, but nonetheless, he's been committed twice. He's decommitted. Um, and this second decommitment came after a PWO offer, right? From, uh, Florida Atlantic university, right? Division one football, big boy football over there down at FAU. And, uh, for those who don't know, PWO is a, uh, preferred walk-on offer, right? So your first initial year, your freshman year of college, you're not going to receive any financial aid uh, to, to to be uh, going to the school and, and, and playing the sport that you love, of course. But after that first year, you know, if things work out well, then you may be granted to that. Otherwise, you may have to be stepping down and, and going to another school or something uh, where they'd be willing to offer you and thus you'd receive some, you'd receive some sort of financial assistance, uh, whether that's a full ride or partial or whatever. Um, however that works, it would be elsewhere, obviously. So it's kind of, kind of big news. Um, that's, I think the biggest school by far that's, that's offered, uh, Lynn and, uh, I would love to see him compete at that level and I, I hope it works out for him. That is outstanding. And I saw the, saw his post on Facebook. That's amazing. Yeah. Without and a doubt. I didn't know that whole <laughs> preferred walk on thing. Right. Yeah. It was, it was kind of news that. to me too. Yeah, I didn't know that was what that stood for. Yep, preferred it, but preferred walk on PWM. Well, that's a great opportunity for him, without a doubt. You think that's what he's gonna do? I think so. I I think so. Waiting, Um, think he's gonna wait till signing day. I know. I know. He's said as of I think yesterday or the day before that his recruitment was open again. That came as I said. I think literally after the FAU thing. So I'm not sure if he's doing that to just sort of just sort of of a just in case, right? Um, if there's schools that, that are at the level of a FAU, maybe a UCF, USF who are, who are eyeing him still. Um, but I think he's, he's just, he's really trying, um, and doing what he can, uh, in maximizing sort of his time that he has uh, remaining to, to get to a place that he really wants to be at. And not only for football, but for ed- education at the college level as well. Such a big decision. Oh, yeah. Big Such, time. It's a huge. Big time. Not um, only uh, of what offer you get, but you know where do I want to go to school? What do I yeah. want to do? What do I want to do after a, football? FAU is a great school. FAU is a great school. I've heard numerous good things about FAU. Great area, beaches. Yeah. Like, I, I think mean, Lane Kiffin was at yeah. FAU and then before going to Ole Miss. Yep. Yeah. They've had some big time coaches in there. Yeah, good uh, school, without a doubt. So, shout out to Lynn. I think it would be a good opportunity for him to go there. Without a doubt, hopefully, uh, hopefully it, it works out. Wherever he decides to go, and you know, you guys get you got fans here. Yeah, so always. 
for sure. As just, give, I, just get us a shirt. <laughs> as and the same goes for all their yellow jackets out there. Yep. For some who may be listening, you know. I ran into one of our old and oh gosh, I'm so I'm getting old. I can't remember his name. Uh, What's but that? He got recruited to Alabama Tech. Alabama Tech last year. Huh. That I, I ran into him at the weight room. Okay. I was not working out. Um, but I ran into. Is him. this uh Barnett, uh, Alabama A and M? Yes. Yeah. Who he's been he's been around the team a lot here lately in the past year. Or so I've noticed, and he I think he follows us on Twitter. Yes, because he as asked, well. he asked me if I he said is that you on on Twitter, the athletic, <laughs> and I was like, well yeah kind of, <laughs> <laughs> kind of sort of. I said nah, Wes runs that, but so that was cool. So he's a big boy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's on the O line if I'm not mistaken. Ooh. Oh yeah, he got he got to be big young man. <laughs> But as far as Bartow goes, that's it for now. There was some other big news in in uh, Twitter world, right? What's that? Um, high school football. Let me see here. Oh, that's right. Well, speaking of quarterbacks, so we got quarterback from Ridge, mm-hmm. formerly quarterback from Ridge, right? Uh, there was a lot of rumors flying around, and I won't touch on all of them. But nonetheless, uh, Zach, number nine, quarterback from Ridge, is now uh, transferred over to Lakeland High School. Um, so that's, that's very interesting. And, and as we all know, it's no secret, uh, Lakeland sort of does that, right? So, um, can you entirely blame them sometimes? Not entirely. I don't know. They seem to make it to the playoffs every year, as long as coach castle has been there for 40 so odd years now. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, I think he's gonna, he's gonna get that QB one position and his brother, uh, I don't know what position his brother plays, but he's, he's going to be a dreadnought too alongside him. But uh, it's going to be a good opportunity for them, and it's going to be exciting to see uh, Tyler Williams, who's been recruited by seemingly every college in the in the country, every top college in the country. You name it, I think he's he's got an offer. Uh, Tyler Williams and 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 Zach. Um, and listen, I keep calling him Zach, and and I mean that is his name. His last name. I'm not going to try to say it because I feel like I'm going to butcher it, but it's P-L-E-U-S-S, Plus, Plows, something like that. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Bash me if you want. I'm sorry. <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah, he's a, he's a dreadnought now. The rich just keep getting richer. Let me let me, let me me go ahead and ask the, ne- the next thing, all right? Just real quick, we don't have to get in depth with this because I know we could talk about it forever. How do we feel about the transferring at the high school level? Not a fan, Jason? It's it's very touching. Covering covering a, a high school football team, I'd like to see. I would say I support it because I want some players to move in and yeah, and and, and you know, have compete. But then I grew up in this town. I'm from Bartow. It's only one team here, and there's a lot of hometown pride. So it's hard for me to ever imagine playing at another high school. Yeah, without a doubt. Without like a I doubt. Would, like, like, I think about playing soccer coming up and then my senior year, like, Jenkins was great. Right. You know, and, and I knew the coach of Jenkins. Mm-hmm. And they so probably like, knew you. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, like I would go play there on my senior year and it would, it would never even come up. Right. Yeah. It's a, so seems to be the modern But then I thing. can't blame them. For doing it, because you're gonna get a lot more eyeballs on you at Lakeland than you are rich. Without a doubt, 
without a so doubt. It's a no brainer. As and and I'll I'll touch on this real quick. Speaking of this situation, um, that's unfolded in the recent week. I told Jason via text when I found the new found out the news, of course, um, that uh, that within by mid season. He would have received, I think I said, eight D1 offers yeah. at the quarterback position. I thought that was kind of high. I No, I'm going to stick by it. Really? I'm going to stick by it, right? Yeah. I think <laughs> I think some of those initial offers may come from sort of lower level, but I think the the USF, the UCF, the maybe FAU, the nah, FIU. I didn't see it. I think, I think some of that may come along um, by midseason, right? I, I, I'm, I'm thinking so, honestly. I mean, I hope it. I hope you're right for the kid. Right. But I didn't. I didn't see that in the big battle against our quarterback versus their quarterback when we went there. It was the opposite of what everyone expected. And yeah. I mean, they came out. Both Lynn and Zach came out on Twitter and said the same thing. You know, everyone was expecting a. Now he did look good in that first drive. Throw an arm competition, and it was just all running. <laughs> yeah. he, he looked good in that first drive, and he'll fit in Lakeland's. I think so, especially with Coach Castle. I mean, come on. Yeah, I think I think uh, yeah, Dreadnought's got a still there. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be good for them. Right. Um, also, real quick, we got a. I didn't. We didn't really talk about this. I don't even have it written down or anything. Uh, but there's a East versus West uh showcase game coming up January fifteenth at uh Bryant Stadium, there in, in in Lakeland where the Dreadnoughts play. Uh, so you'll have some of the the best players representing different schools, and one of some of them will represent the West, and some will represent the East. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and get into this real quick. It'll take just a minute as far as what teams are representing what side, and I, I kind of want your guys' input real quick. Okay, so on the West side, we have George Jenkins. So just think right, like the AFC versus NFC in the Pro Bowl. That's kind of what's going on here. So we have Bros Elite uh, presents Polk County All-Star Series football game. January 15th, 1730, uh, Bryant Stadium here in Lakeland, of course. Um, so we got the west side. We got George Jenkins, Lakeland, Lakeland Christian, Kathleen, Santa Fe Catholic, Tenorock, Lake Gibson, Victory Christian, Mulberry, and Bartow. We have the best players. Unbeatable. So let me, let me just touch on a few schools there again. And let me just say them a second time for you. I'm not going to do all of them. Lakeland, Lakeland Christian, Lake Gibson, Bartow. Okay. So, <laughs> and here's the funny thing. The east side has two more teams than the west. All right. But I'm going to run through the east real quick. We got Ridge Community. We got Winter Haven. We got Lake Wells. We got All Saints Academy, Jordan Christian Prep. We got Haines City, Auburndale, Kingdom Prep, Frostproof, Fort Meade, Lake Region, and Discovery. Oh, man. <laughs> I probably heard about. That's going to be a blowout. I'm going to try to be at this game. Uh, I, I don't know who made those teams, but they need to be fired immediately. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll go through, like I did for the West for the East, a couple of teams that stand out to me. You got Lake Wells, okay, uh, and Auburndale. And unfortunately, I, I don't know enough about All Saints, Jordan Christian Prep, and Kingdom Prep. I just don't. I don't know enough about those guys. I've heard fro- good things about Frostproof as well. Uh, so we'll we'll find out maybe. You know it's bad when Auburndale stands out. What do you mean? Auburndale smoked us. They I came know, back but 19 points or so, and then they went to the playoffs. They won their first game, and then they got smoked by Jones out of Orlando. <laughs> really good team. 
But uh, nonetheless, that'll that'll be something exciting to get into. I'm glad I remembered that. You said January 15th? Yep. Mm -hmm. I think that's in a week or two. But, yeah. It's it's the fifth, so it'll be in ten days. So, Hmm. Wednesday, so it'll be... uh, I have to check that out. Be patient, guys. Cole's trying to do math. Okay, 13th will be Thursday. (laughs) Here we go. It'll be on a Saturday. 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 But nonetheless, it's exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. What else do we got? We, we talked about college football a little bit already. I actually want to talk about something. It is some NFL talk. All right, let's I get into want it. I to talk about the playoff picture. I'm just going to start with our beloved NFC. Um, number one, I'm going to just read over the playoff picture again. Uh, number one is the Packers. Number two is the Rams. Number three is the Buccaneers. Number four is the Cowboys. Number five is the Cardinals. Number six is the Niners, the 49ers. And number seven is the Eagles. What do you guys think about that? I figured that's what it was going to be at the beginning of the year about this time. You thought the Eagles were going to make the playoffs? No, but Maybe not the playoffs, but a wild card. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, they expanded it by one team. Someone's going to get in there every year. or those one That bottom one or two teams are going to be the most questionable ones always, right? So oh. in this case, you got 49ers and, and Eagles, and it's like, eh. 49ers, though, they'll beat you. Yeah, the 49ers can can pull an upset, certainly. Um, I've learned recently, like, for example, they've beaten the Rams the last five times they've played them. So, And that's their Week 18 matchup. Exactly. So it's just some, some interesting scenarios here. Uh, the AFC is so much more uncertain. And I only know this because it's funny, Cole mentioned about chatting about this. Uh, yesterday morning for the first hour <laughs> when, I, when I got to work, Myself, uh, Austin, who's in our fantasy league, of course, and uh, Kevin, who's my bo- our boss, big 49er fan, unfortunately, right? Uh, we spent the first hour talking about playoff scenarios and who's going to get in and so on and so forth. Kevin was, of course, excited because his 49ers have a really good chance. Um, there is a chance for them not to make it, though, but it's quite small. I'm pretty um, sure if they lose and the Saints win, they need, like, other teams. Yeah, win. it's like some scenario like that, but nonetheless... Uh, AFC certainly a lot more uncertain. Uh, they have no first seed secured yet. Um, although if if some of these teams went out their games, I think Titans somehow will take home field advantage, which is going to be weird with no Derrick Henry, who is rumored about ready to come back. So yeah, it's coming off of foot surgery, a foot surgery. I the believe. AFC is Titan like. The Titans and Chiefs are tied for first, but the Titans are in first. Yeah, the Chiefs uh, turned it around. Yeah, oh man, I expected them. I expected them too. Excuse me. Uh, Bengals are third. Do you think, like, even though the Bengals clinched a playoff spot, do you think that they're still gonna like start Joe Burrow and like try and go for that one seed? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. They have potential too. I think any team that has potential on the AFC side. To get that first seed, should, should be playing their starters, honestly. Yeah, but the Titans um, play the Texans. Otherwise, you're just you're handing it to them while there's an opportunity. You don't just hand stuff like that away, right? Yeah, um, the Titans would still have to lose to the Texans, though. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of. I mean, I, I don't get, think it's gonna happen, but you gotta weigh it. You gotta try. Yep. And then threes. Oh, one is Titans, two is Chiefs, three Bengals, four Bills, five Patriots. See, how are the Bills above the Patriots? Uh, the Bills beat them, and then the Patriots beat them one game, but then it goes to it goes head-to-head head matchup. It goes division record, so 
Bills yeah. might have a better division record. And then it goes common opponents played and who's won and lost. So maybe the Patriots played a, they both play the same team and one of them lost to one that the other team beat. Um, so it goes to that as well. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, five Patriots, six Colts. I'm liking what the Colts are doing. <sighs> I really hope they – I really hope they – I don't like Carson Wentz whatsoever, but Jonathan Taylor is not from this planet. So. Facts. End of story. <laughs> and then the Chargers are seven, and they play the Raiders who are eight. That I got, I want to watch that game. Yeah, that whoever wins that game is the seventh seed. Yeah. Basically. Right. Or and they're the going to be, you got to think they're going to be going up against more than likely the Titans or Chiefs. So they can, and there's a lot of, what I, what I told the guys at work, right, is I think no matter what happens here, you're going to have a, a, the Super Bowl winner be coming from the NFC, um, whether that's Green Bay or Tampa, more than likely. Uh, I mean, it's not really if it wins the Chargers Raiders game. I mean, the Steelers and Ravens are playing and they're nine. And they need 11. some ridiculous scenarios, though. Um, also, the Steelers need the Chargers and Raiders game to end in a tie. Yeah. So because they're if they won against the Ravens, they'd be nine seven and one. Yeah. So it's just which means that if the Raiders and Chargers had they both be they would all three of them would be nine seven and one. Some absurd <laughs> scenarios here. It's luck. Then it does luck. Man, it's crazy. <laughs> Big Ben, huh? Big Ben's it's done. He's huh? going out, man. He looks like he's I, yeah. He's I there. hate to see. Drew Brees last year. I hated to see Big Ben this year. Phillip Rivers the previous Phillip year. Rivers. I mean, I want to see that. Every time Tom Brady throws a bad pass, I feel like I'm starting to see it. Yeah, and then right. He drives the team down with, and then he's in the Super Bowl again. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's part of his Yay. legacy. It's yeah, like, but I got, I got to show him I'm still human. <laughs> I, I, I was texting Seneca, and I was like. They got to win this game. Like you can't lose this game and be a playoff like and think you're gonna win the Super Bowl. So go down and under two minutes, Seneca's like, if that if he drives down the field and it's done, he's goaded status. <laughs> he's the goat. Yeah, and not his other forty two Super Bowls. No, but this I'm one today, if guys, you did it if you do it today like, <laughs> at his age. After because even when the A-B thing yep. happened. I yep. was texting Cynic. I was like, what a play, what a drive he just made then. Yeah. With A-B just running off the field. And, like, that's another thing. Almost AB, like mid-play. Your team had the ball. Those are your guys out there. Yeah. They had the ball on offense on the road. And you're in the opposing side end zone doing so, jumping jacks. Yeah. Throwing your shirt into the crowd. Yeah. That's it, guys. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> No, but we could wrap this one up. For sure. For uh, sure. Thank you, guys. That was a good show. Yeah, without a doubt. Fluid. Yeah, I love it. Thank uh, you, uh, everybody out there for listening in uh, podcast land on whatever platform that, that you choose. And uh, Cole, take us out of here. Peace. <laughs>